Hello and welcome to The Brilliant Project, a podcast where we shed light on people who let their light shine bright. My name is Nico Belasco, and I will be your host, taking you on this journey of light and inspiration as I embark on this new exciting venture of mine. For this episode, we have a singer-songwriter. Anne Bonjock is shining bright and letting her voice be heard by making beautiful music for everyone to enjoy. I met Anne way back when I was homeschooling and have witnessed her grow into her passions and find her voice. I'm so excited to welcome her onto the show today, so without further ado, let's get started. Hi, Anne. Hi. Awesome. I'm so happy to be here with you today. And we were talking a little bit offline about you know, our time as homeschoolers and how, how old we are now. <laughs> and it's just um, so great to be here with you today. Um, you know, I've looked up to you for a long time for your music and your passion for oh, music and you. how you're able to pursue it with so much confidence. I mean, for me personally, like, I don't think that I personally can sing, but I like <laughs> to think that in the showers, at least, I could sing pretty okay. Um, but it does take a lot of courage and a lot of confidence to do what you do. So I have to say hats yeah. off to you because it is absolutely amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So I wanted to ask you, you know, before we get into the thick of everything, what, when did you start your passion for music and how did it begin? Oh, it's okay. Um, I've been... You know, music has been a part of my life ever since I grew up in a house that has instruments all over the place. We would have like piano, guitar, ukulele. Um, so yeah, I love um, music ever since. But um, I think around 2016, 15, OPM was at its peak. And it was my first time also um, in homeschool. So I, you know, started writing songs, anything, literally about anything, like cheesy love songs. And yeah, like around 2015, I guess, I started doing it seriously. And yeah. Amazing. That's so cool. Um, You know, I've seen you and your growth all throughout. I've watched your Instagram stories, seen you post your videos on Twitter and everywhere and it's just so amazing to see you know raw talent and how you develop it and you make it your own you put your own flavor and your twist on it um Mm -hmm. and i think that's what makes it special it's that it's an extension of you who you are and you know like what you're passionate about and you know i have to say congratulations to you also for being part of your band um because that's something truly remarkable and i know you guys recently got signed so how how was that oh my gosh um it was really unexpected because you know we just happened to be we just formed in the middle of the pandemic and we haven't met each other yet wow but then yeah they saw our potential as a band Mm -hmm. and yeah we're signed under um a record label in the philippines named oc records yeah that's amazing amazing stuff um you know just to be signed just to be able to create music with other people is so special but to be recognized and actually signed professionally is truly remarkable 
So I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so proud of you for doing what you do. And, um, you know, you've inspired me and so many people. And I wanted to ask you, like, what motivates you to do what you do? Oh, hmm. I was going to say, like, music. But, you know, aside from music, um, my, my family, my friends, they've been there since day one, since, you know, the day I told them about, everything that I wanted to be you know an artist someday a musician aspiring musician artist so yeah like they're like my my OG supporters and Mm -hmm. you know like um it's nice to know um nah I have like friends and family who's been there since day one because you know I I tend to forget where I um belong so yeah i have to like stay grounded and remind myself that my fan my fa- my family and my friends um were there for me even at my lowest yeah yes yes i i know your family and you guys are very tight-knit and i also know a lot of your friends because we come from the same homeschool and community um, and you have so much support. So many people have your back. And I, I really do. Yeah. I, I know that with that, you're going to take great heights because I do believe that having a strong support system can really make a huge difference in pretty much everything that you do. Right. Um, so, you know, know that I'm yeah. part of that support system. So uh, me and Mike, um, if you ever need someone to go to or if you need that extra push, we're always here to help remind you that you are so awesome. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, thank you, guys. (laughs) So what type of music are you into? I mean, I know that you have your own style, but what type of music do you like listening to? Oh, hmm. It's really hard because, you know, I love, like, music in general. But when it comes to, like, genres, like R&B, um, folk songwriting and jazz yeah those are my top threes mm-hmm. yeah and who yeah, are some I of the like people exploring like yeah. different genres mm-hmm. yeah i'm not i'm not a one type of genre type of guy i like to mm-hmm. really just dive into any that's why when people ask me what type of genre yeah. of music do you like i have such a hard time answering because i'm like uh sometimes i'm mainstream Sometimes I'm this, sometimes I'm classical, yeah, sometimes true. it depends on the mood, I think, right? I mean, yeah. music really has a way of just taking you to another place. And I think it's really special that, you know, people have that ability to transport you, whoever is listening to, let's say, a different point in time or to a memory that they might have connected to that song. Um, yes. I was actually looking through my playlist just the other day and thinking about how certain songs reminded me of my college years, certain songs reminded me of my homeschooling, high school years. Um, and there's just different songs for different seasons of my life. And yeah. one of the songs that really reminds me of college is one of my favorites that you are part of. Um, and it's called Familiar Places. So can you tell us a bit about that song and how you came up with it? Okay, so familiar places. Um, it's the fir- it's um, seventh first ever single. Um, I actually wrote it originally. Also, like um, the chords and everything. Um, I wrote it. I think we were uh, we were heading somewhere. I was in a 
we were um, in a car with my mom. And it was like um, raining and at the same time, it was sunny. If you get what I mean. Like yeah, the weather yeah, yeah. was <laughs> kind of whack, but it was like sunny and raining. Um, so yeah, I'm like, the, the first verse, it was like, you'll only miss the sun when it stops shining. You'll only mm-hmm. miss the rain when it stops pouring. Um, so yeah, that's what I wrote because, you know, it reminded me that, you know, we miss, sometimes we um, take it for granted, sunny days, the rainy days. So yeah, um, songs about um, assurance that everything's going to be all right. Um so yeah, uh, it's not a love song. Like I think it was, it was my first time writing a non-love song song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's amazing. I I really love the whole vibe and how it's just so um, powerful. I think that the lyrics really do tell a story, and it's very interesting how um, it's put together. And it goes well with um, with all the different instruments and everything. It's just it seriously is one of my favorite songs. And I'm not just saying that because you're on the on the podcast <laughs> with me today. But if you ask Mike and even my other siblings, like that's that's a song that I listen to a lot. Um, just because it's so beautiful, it tells such a good story, and uh, it's such you. a feel good song. So congrats to you guys on making that. Thank you. <laughs> and you also have another song out I saw. Um, can you tell us a bit about that one? Um, my band? Yes. Okay, so um, we released this song. It was a, a Filipino song. Um, February 14, like this year, we just released it. Um, it's titled Sandalit. Um, it was really hard because um, Filipino is not... And Tagalog is not my... Um, my forte when it comes to songwriting so yeah it, it was a bit of a challenge but you know um, i actually wrote the second verse um and yeah they liked it and, and it's a i think it's a story um, between you know two people who's um in, in between of letting go or staying something like that so yeah wow so much, so much to look forward to when they search seventh on Spotify. But I also know that you also have some songs that you've written. So can you tell us about those? Oh yeah, um, I I've also released um, some solos uh, songs last year, November twenty. I released my first debut single. It was titled Pretty. It was just like a um a random cute song that I wrote. Um, then I just woke up in the morning. It got a lot of listen, like um streams. Like one week, it got twenty k streams. I'm like, what wow. the heck? And <laughs> now it got to like around fifty k. So yeah, I'm really thankful for that one. And That's then, amazing. Um, on June sixteenth, I released my second song titled "How Do I Say Goodbye." So that song was inspired by um, a movie starring Audrey Hepburn. It's a like 1950s, 60s movie titled The Roman Holiday. So mm. yeah, the song's like based, inspired by um, 
that movie. And yeah, I um, I took my time. Like I watched that like 1 a.m. and I'm like, oh, okay, the story, the plot is nice. So why not write a song about it? <laughs> wow, I love how inspiration can just come from anywhere. Like you could be, like you mentioned earlier, yes. you were in the car on the way home, and then the weather inspired you, and now you you got inspiration from a movie. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you. I mean, for artists, of course, we we have to act on instinct sometimes, and then we also have to act on when mm. we have these random sparks of inspiration. And I think, well, I mentioned earlier that it comes from anywhere at any time. Um, is there a specific, like, aside from what you mentioned, is there any specifics on when you feel inspired to create or to write? Hmm. A specific sound? Um, anything, like time, place. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh. It's really hard because um, I get inspired by, by life, you know, by um, what's going on around me. Sometimes, like, um, my songwriting, I don't really write about myself. I only write about what's going on around me. Um, and yeah, like, uh, like um, as you said, you know, you can get inspiration from anywhere, anything. And that's the beauty of songwriting. Like, it, you can literally write about anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Amazing. I do have a lot of respect for songwriters. I... My brother, Mike, will probably laugh when he hears this, but I actually tried to write songs before. Even though I have no knowledge whatsoever on how to construct a song or how it should go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that only lasted a week. And then I, <laughs> I gave up and I said, okay, I can write other stuff. I just can't write songs. <laughs> but I have a lot of respect for songwriters. I mean, there's some pretty awesome ones out right now. Like we have uh, Filipina pop star olivia rodrigo we have yeah. uh, taylor swift and there's so many others i mean who are some of the ones that you look up to oh um for me uh, could be like anyone like um anyone from the music industry like like billy eilish i know it's yeah. kind of um overrated but billy eilish um She's, she's been through a lot, like, criticism yeah. and stuff, you know. Also, as a, as a female in the music industry, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I look up to every um, woman in the music industry. Because, yeah, you know, woman empowerment. Um, mm -hmm. And um, it reminds me that anyone can literally do anything as long as you work hard for it. So, yeah. Yes, that's so true. And... I, I think it's really about how you go about it, right? I mean, you can, like I say, I do believe in the law of attraction. And I believe that if you will something and you put in the work, then it'll come true. Um, but nothing will happen if you don't do something. I think that's one yeah. thing that I talked about with my last guest on the show. And we talked about having the right mindset. Um, so I want to ask you, and what are some things that you do to get into the right mindset? to perform or to write? Oh. Hmm. Uh, for me, I just, I just live in the moment. It's really, it, hit, it hits differently if you do what you love to do. You know, like, you can't mm -hmm. fake it. Um, 
it goes it pops off naturally that's what i like that's why i love doing music because i love it and i enjoy what i'm doing right now um like i'm not being forced to i'm not being told to it's just because i love it so yeah it is differently if you like you know yourself that you can do this you know yeah so yeah yeah i totally agree i mean i get the same thing when i pick up my camera or when i yeah. hop on here and talk to anyone i mean it's just something about creating and doing things that you love that really spark joy in your life and i yeah. do believe that when you pursue your passion no matter how big or small or whatever it is um just do it i mean um one thing that i like to talk about is the fact that uh you will as long as you have the right mindset and you know that the people around you are there to support you i think the possibilities yeah. really are endless um yeah so yeah and you know one one of the things that we have in common actually is that we were both homeschooled <laughs> so <Wow. laughs> there's a lot of stereotypes that go around homeschooling right i think yes. some of the most common ones are that we stay at home 24 7 <laughs> that we stay at home <laughs> or that we have no friends we don't know how to socialize we're very introverted and i think uh this whole episode is living proof that none of those are real i mean maybe right now yeah the staying home thing because we're forced to yeah okay but y'all other than that on this part. yeah just one we'll give you that one <laughs> But aside from that, I think, you know, homeschooling really, for me at least, it brought so much out of me. It allowed me to pursue my wow. passions. It brought out, uh, you know, the spiritual, emotional, physical strength that I didn't have before I was homeschooled. Um, and I wanted to, you know, ask you, because I started homeschooling when I was in grade nine, so high school only. Mm -hmm. Though I wish, you know, looking back, even though at the start of it, I'll admit I didn't want to homeschool. I was super upset Same. with the fact that I had to go sorry, homeschool. Mom, because I, you're watching. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mom. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's it's normal. Uh, you know, you're leaving something you're so familiar with, yeah. especially when when you have friends in conventional school or regular school. Yeah, it's normal for people not to want to be homeschooled. But when you actually experience it and you get to enjoy the perks that come with it and there are a lot i think the perks outweigh the the non-perks <laughs> but um yeah you know i wanted to ask you about your homeschooling journey like how did you start and what has it taught you okay so um no we moved to manila like around 2015 2016 and um i was enrolled in dma or hg mm -hmm. um I didn't like it at first because, you know, no friends, all that stuff. That's what I'm, that's what my friends told me. Like, you, you, you don't have friends, you're alone, you're at home. Then, yeah, first year. And then um, I was in eighth grade when I first started um, homeschooling. And then there were no clubs back then. Um, yeah, but no. then in, when, I was, when I turned ninth grade, no clubs happened, music club. I was like, okay, something that I'm familiar with, I might join. I want to meet friends. I want to meet real people. Um, I knew I had no one. Like, literally, I didn't know anyone back then. I was such a loner. Everyone 
was there. Then, um, yeah, along the way, um, I met people who has the same um, interests as me, like in music. Um, one time, I joined the second General Assembly of Music Club. We were told to perform a one-minute performance. Um, because we, we were like a lot, so we had to like mm-hmm. one minute performance, and after one minute, you're done. Next person, um, we're uh, if you know Fun Ranch, the OG, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was held on um at Fun Ranch, and wow. the, it was in um like in a in a in a room. It was tight because we were a lot, so yeah, like people had to sit on the floor and stuff. Um, so yeah, when uh there i went i went there i was like i signed up for this so i'm gonna join um i sang fly me to the moon by by frank sinatra oh yeah and like in under one minute like there was a timer pa oh my gosh i remember there was like a timer like someone timed it and then when the timer like went off everyone was like cheering for me everyone was clapping they were singing along you know and you know that that made me feel happy like okay like i think i want to do this in the near future i guess because mm-hmm. it makes me feel happy so yeah it started there um i joined so many like um homeschooling events i performed at like um this galing global like a one week kind of event of mm-hmm. ag yeah um you know, I joined like songwriting competitions. I was with Mike. We were like in a band. Yeah. Um, it was a funny story because you know, like we were told to write a song about our childhood, like nostalgia stuff mm-hmm. like that. I was like, okay, fine. We're just writing. I was like, you know, like um, I was just having fun. And then when the competition happened, um, we won. Like what? We won? How did that happen? I was just. <laughs> Like I didn't expect this. Everyone was really good, mm-hmm. um, and then we had the chance to perform at PPP Pizza Party Party, yeah, like mm-hmm. 2019. And yeah, I was there. The way, yeah. yeah, so along the way, a lot has happened um, during my homeschooling um, years. Um, I never took anything for granted when it comes to music. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. sadly, I'm not homeschooled anymore, but that won't stop there. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I love that. That's so amazing to hear your journey. I had the exact same experience. I mean, for me, I was a little more harsh when it came to not liking homeschool. Um, mm-hmm. I remember my first homeschool experience was, I think, well, it had to have been before you got there. It was a play called Go Technicolor. And, um, or were you in that? No. no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a long time ago. I think it was like 2014. And I remember thinking, yeah, I remember we were a TMA for sure there. I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, my mom came up to me and she said, oh, get your get ready because you're going to be in a play with other homeschoolers. And I said, what? Other homeschoolers? <laughs> What's the point of homeschooling if we're going to interact with other people? I was so. Oh, my God. I was, so against, I was like, wait, really? Other homeschoolers are going to get together? But <laughs> little did I know all the people that I met in this play became lifelong friends that I can call family to this yeah. day. I think one of the remarkable things about homeschoolers is that they're so real and they're so God-fearing and they're so down to earth and yeah. kind. 
and you know that they're going to have your back even when your conventional school friends won't. And I think it's, um, <laughs> I mean, nothing against my conventional friends. I, I have a lot of respect and love for them too. But, um, you know, the, the connection that I could feel from homeschoolers is really genuine yeah. because, you know, everyone is pretty much on the same wavelength and we all have that the faith True. that binds us together we all have this we're all undergoing the same experience which is homeschooling yeah. um and you know and i'm really excited for you because homeschooling really prepared me for my college years um mm -hmm. one thing that i wrote recently is that it you know it, it built a strong foundation for my college years like it it taught me you know uh how to be independent it taught me time management yeah. and all of these things you're going to take with you when you get into college so i can't wait to see you thrive because you know we're all in the pandemic now and a lot of my friends you know they would ask me hey nico like how are you doing so well with your online classes and i was like <laughs> well i've been here before to be honest like i've i've studied on my own it's nothing new to me i could sit in one yeah. place and bury myself in a book and get everything done like this is just homeschooling this is i'm back to square one honestly true true <laughs> so i mean one thing that i love to do is to break that stereotype of homeschoolers and you know really prove to everyone that we're not loners that we know how to socialize yeah. and that we're actually a lot cooler than everyone thinks we are right yeah um, homeschoolers are really talented uh people because they get to pursue their passion when they're homeschooling because of the free time that they get, right? So what was it yeah. like for you when you were homeschooling and how, how did you develop your, your passions? Oh, um, no, along the way, like as a homeschooler, you can literally do anything, anywhere, anytime, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like we don't have... Uh, like our time is so flexible also um i think when i was starting um homeschooling it was the first time i i picked up the guitar again wow because uh, when i was in conventional school we were forced to you know play the guitar for grades <laughs> that's what <laughs> i remember but then yeah um when i joined homeschooling um became one of my passions now um and yeah along the way i i never had a tutor like a guitar um teacher i learned everything about self-thought i learned some songs by ear um i think the first like um professional like finger style tab guitar song that i've learned was blackbird by the beatles mm, yeah yeah, wow. I learned it like all by myself. Like that's okay, tough. Yeah, <laughs> it, at first it was tough, but yeah, like um, it, it it's like music became um, no, I really studied music for like homeschooling. I think because mm -hmm. yeah, it's something what I love doing. Um, uh, yeah, all along, um, all. Through the years, I taught myself that you know, music looks easy, but it's hard to do. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely, a lot of work goes into that. Yep. Yes. Um, you know, I really am enjoying this conversation that we're having. 
Um, and I do think that homeschooling is definitely something that people should look forward to uh, because I know a lot of people yeah. are forced into homeschooling right now because of the pandemic and everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, but for everyone that's out there that's, you know, starting out with your homeschooling journey, I mean, look at the two of us. I think we turn out pretty okay. So you're going to yeah. turn out pretty okay too. <laughs> you will survive. You will survive and you're going to have fun when things clear up and you have that homeschool community to back you up. So I can't wait to see everyone thrive in homeschooling just as you have, Anne. And before we continue on with our fun conversation, let's have a quick word from one of our sponsors. So I'll see you in a bit. Education may look different right now, but there is still hope for a better future and a brighter tomorrow. At Novo, we believe that learning never stops, and we stand strong in our mission to connect instructors and students of all types of learning to make the world a brighter place. So whether you want to pass on your knowledge as an instructor or learn something new as a student, we offer a platform to help you elevate. For more information, visit our website at novo.io. And we're back. Hello, Anne, and hello to everyone Hi. that is listening. Um, so today's topic is finding your voice. And I do believe that you have done that, Anne, uh, through your, throughout the years. As I mentioned earlier, I've seen you grow so much in your passion, and you've accomplished so much, too. Um, I've had the pleasure of watching you not just uh, through the screens of my phone and laptop, but also through um, in-person events before the pandemic hit. Um, we were talking offline a while ago, and um, I actually invited you way back to an event at my college, Thames. Yeah. And I remember everyone just being blown away by you, by Mike, and by uh, EJ, thinking that yeah. you all were a lot older than you guys were um, <laughs> because you were so talented when you were performing. And I remember just telling them, yeah, you know, that's homeschooling. That's the product of homeschooling. And, um, you know... Everyone was so blown away. So I just really have to congratulate you guys um, and you especially because you guys put on a great show and um, everyone was so happy with that because I was in charge of entertainment and I was like, who can I get? And I told Mike, you know, hit up all of the, the High Unite music club people because I know there's so much talent there. And you were the one, I think you're the only one, right? Aside from EJ that... Um, yeah was available that time and I was just so happy and so thankful to you guys for doing that because it really made an impact and it made the event so much more lively so congrats to you <laughs> a fun fact it was it was like my first like ever gig out like in Manila really yeah yeah wow what an honor so amazing <laughs> thank you yeah if it wasn't for you guys, I think we would have been stuck with someone's random playlist, someone's event playlist. So <laughs> you guys save the day. <laughs> but um, as I mentioned earlier, today's topic is finding your voice. And, you know, my next question for you, Anne, is how did you find yours? I mean, I think it's evident that you don't just get somewhere instantly. You have to really put in the work. Yeah and do everything that it takes to get there. So how did you find your voice and pursue it? Um, at first, it was really, you know, hard because um, I tend to, like, compare myself to other people, which is very unhealthy. You know, it's not a good, it's not a great mindset. 
Um, but then, you know, I see people who are like me, small aspiring artists who, you know, share the same um, struggle, like um, as I'm uh, dealing right now, um, especially during the pandemic, it's really hard because, you know, we're just stuck at home. And it seems like um, uh, we can't literally do anything about it. But then I remind myself um, that we have to, you know, we don't need to fit in because, you know, we try to fit in, but then eventually we, we just can't, you know, we're not fit to be there. Um, I remind myself to be unique because, uh, you know, it's weird because my name is really unique. And I think that's one of the, the things that I'm, you know, like I'm proud of and it's like I want to stand out and we all are unique in many different ways and I think that's how it's supposed to be so yeah yeah that's amazing I do believe that we're here on this earth uh with different strengths and different abilities and we should just embrace who we are because we are not meant to fit the mold we're we're meant to be our own molds We're, we're meant to be our own people yeah and I think that's one thing that I really discovered in this pandemic period is that um, before the pandemic hit, I tried so hard to fit in and to be with everyone else, to go with the flow mm-hmm. of everyone. But it's so much more fulfilling to be who you are and to stand out yeah. and to be just another face in the crowd. So to so everyone out there that's struggling with that insecurity or that, you know, you, you don't feel like you're confident enough to really do that because it is easier said than done a lot of the time. Um, know that, you know, any small act is a big act. You don't have to go out there and be full on out there about who you are and what you do, but just find yourself in little ways. I think it's really important to establish who you are and what you like, what you want to do before you actually go out there and do it. But um, yeah, just know that there's no pressure to fit the mold because you were not made to you're made to be yourself and be who you are because that's all sorts of awesome, right? I agree. And, you know, one of the key components there is confidence. I think you have to have confidence in pretty much everything that you do. And we were talking earlier about how it takes a lot of confidence to sing and to perform and to create in general. So what is confidence to you, Anne? For me... Hmm. Passion equals confidence. Like like I said earlier, uh, you can't fake it. You know, doing what you do, doing what you love to do. People can see it like through you, and I think that's one of the most you no, know, that's one of the most beautiful things. Um, and yeah, it's not about like just our talents, but also in everyday living, it it affects us. Um, the way we uh, see life um, differently, we became more hopeful. We ca- we became more um, wiser, and yeah, we just you know stick to the good and yeah, like every it just hits differently. Like as like as I said, um, doing what you love to do is really um, something else to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does take a lot of courage to do what you want to do or what you love to do. Um, 
especially when it's in the arts. I mean, one thing that I've yeah. experienced is that there's a lot of people that will have certain opinions about your work. Um, for me as a photographer, I get a lot of comments uh, from people who will say, uh, maybe you should have done it this way, or maybe you should do this instead of that, mm -hmm. or you should do this. This is the right way to do it. Um, but one of the beautiful things about art or creating art in its many forms is that you have the power to do whatever you want to do. There really are no rules, right? I mean, of course, yeah. there are there are those unspoken rules or they're, they're the ones that yeah. are traditional, the traditional way of going about things. But you really, as an artist, you have the power to do it your own way. You can pave your own path. And I think that's so amazing. Um, so what about you, Anne? Like, how do you handle criticism if you have any? And like, what do you tell yourself when, when something like that happens? Um, uh, I just take it and then I leave because eventually it happens, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, it, when something good happens, you know, something bad going to happen next or, but yeah, um, I, I cry myself to be honest. I cry myself to sleep and then in the morning I, for, I, I move on. Um, sometimes, you know, dealing with it is hard. Uh, but, yeah, um, I just, I remind myself that, you know, thoughts are just thoughts in the end. Like, um, I tend to, like, overthink every criticism. But, yeah, as long as you're making progress, as long as you're um, continuing um, and, you know, like, not making the same mistakes all over again, you know, um. In music also, you know, you learn a lot, not just in music, but also um, it affects like your everyday living, your mentally, physically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so important. Um, what you said about moving on, just feeling it out and letting it um, simmer first. I think it's really important to one thing that I learned from my, my dad is that if you feel an emotion, you should sit still and just mm -hmm. feel it out until it's gone. Um, and, yep. and I think it's really important that we actually acknowledge how we feel when we do have those emotions that we don't really want to have, right? Or when we hear yeah. words from people that we don't want to don't want to hear, especially criticism. Um, but I think it's so important that you just continue on. You go on about whatever it is that you're yeah. doing and if you resonate with that criticism, then, you know, do what it takes to get better. But if you totally yeah. disagree, I mean, it's up to you how you go about it. But for me, at least, I really analyze whatever criticism is thrown my way. And then I see where I could fit it in, if it works for me, if it resonates with yeah. me. And it, I think it's really just how you handle criticism and how you go about it. That's what's the most important. Yeah. So... Yeah, hats off to you. Congrats on that, Anne. <laughs> That's a good way of going about stuff because a lot of people will react, they will lash out, uh, or they'll you know do something that they regret. But it's good that you continue anyways because that's what's most important. Mm -hmm. So my next question for you, Anne, is um, do you have a motto that you live by or any that you really admire? And if so, what are they? Hmm. I don't think it's a motto, but um, I heard this um, preaching 
like way back um, here in our church. Um, it was like, if we get too comfortable, God scatters us. And, you know, that's a, that's a reminder for me that, you know, we get used to things that are temporary. And, yeah, like, it's just a reminder for me that um, change is constant. So is God. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I live by. Yeah, that's amazing. I do believe that. I think, you know, you have to grow, right? When you're, you're put on this earth to grow and to elevate yourself. And you can't do that if you're stuck in your comfort zone. And I know that God has yeah. a plan. And his plan and his timing is always perfect. So um, a lot of the time, what I try to remind myself is that when I do feel down or when I feel like things aren't going my way, that there's a reason behind that. There's a lesson, right? And yeah. what 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 can I learn from this? What can I really take the knowledge from whatever experience that I'm having or what, whatever thought thoughts that are going through my mind? What is the lesson behind all of this? Because uh, mm-hmm. one thing that my mom taught me is that um, losses are not just losses. They're also lessons. So when you lose or when things don't go your way, you're not really just losing. That's not it's not the only thing that's happening, but you're also learning. You get to learn yeah, from whatever, time. yeah, whatever thing that didn't go right. Maybe it's on your end or maybe it's on something else, someone else's end. But um, one thing that I really take from that is that, you know, there really is no such thing as just a loss, a negative loss. You're going to be gaining something anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. And God really has interesting timing uh, when you least expect it he will provide and he will um, make sure that whatever you're going through is actually something that you need to go through to grow and to bring, bring you closer to him. So I do believe that. And thank you so much for sharing that. I love that. All right. So my last question for you today is something that I ask everyone. And, you know, the podcast is the Brillier project and Brillier is actually a French word that directly translates to shine. So I wanted to ask you, Anne, how do you let your light shine bright? Oh, hmm. By focusing on the good and sharing what's good to others, even though um, they don't deserve it, but we know that they need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I think that you're doing um, so much of right now i mean your songs with your band and even as an uh as an artist and an individual artist i think it's so special what you're doing just to create is so amazing and to see that you are taking it to great heights and you're not even starting college yet and you look at how much you've accomplished right so hats off to you it really does take a lot of grit passion and um, strength to get where you to get to where you are right now, and I'm really proud of to see how far you've come and how much you've done in the time that you have. So, congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna take another quick commercial break, uh, but before we do that, and please tell us where everyone can find you. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jervil Ann. Um, here, I guess. Um, no space and yeah 
You can find me on Spotify, on, on all music platforms, Jerval Ann, also my band Seventh. We'll be releasing music soon under OC Records. And yeah, tag along with me. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Anne. And before we wrap up, here's a quick word from our sponsors. The Velasco Unlimited Skills Academy, or BUSA, is an academy specializing in strengthening one's skills, both physically and mentally, through the values of sports and development classes from basketball and tennis to photography, music, and graphic design. Founded by Nick and Mafe Velasco in the year 2013, BUSA has transformed people of all ages with a deeper understanding and a positive mindset. Want to work on your physical and mental skills? Send us a message at teambelasco at gmail.com to inquire on our class schedules. Hard work pays off. Mafe Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in entertainment, special events, talent management, content creation, digital and traditional marketing and public relations and working together to turn their dreams into reality get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mafemanagement.com let us empower you now let's get back to the show all right, we are back. And, you know, before we wrap up, Anne, I wanted to say thank you so much for hopping onto the show and dropping your words of wisdom. I really do hope that everyone out there can apply everything that you've shared uh, today in their own lives because it's so important to find your voice and to pursue all of your passions yeah. no matter what. So thank you so much, Anne. Yeah, thank you so much, Nico, for having me. I had so much fun you know, talking about our homeschool lives and now we're in college. Great times. <laughs> yes, great times. <laughs> now, to everyone out there listening, stay up to date with the latest and greatest by following The Brillier Project on Instagram and Facebook. That's T-H-E-B-R-I-L-L-E-R Project. And don't forget to like and follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Again, my name is Nico Velasco, your host. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to let your light shine bright. Thank you.